This is BJJ Hood, tapping into Jiu-Jitsu lives on and off the mats. Hello, hello. Welcome back. This is the BJJ Hood podcast. Happy New Year. Happy 2024. I'm Babby, your host. And I'm Shay, your co-host. We're back. New year. New us. Maybe old us. I think old us. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> didn't change no anything. New. You know, nothing too new. Just the new year. Um, but yes, we are back here today to share um, some of our insights for this new year. Some of our expectations. Maybe even a little recap of 2023. Um, I hope you enjoy and you stay here with us. Make sure you follow us on YouTube. This episode is going to be in English, so we're going to have subtitles in Portuguese for you um, on YouTube and Spotify. Make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss any of the episodes that are coming out. Don't forget, we have new episodes every Thursday. This one, it's just me and Shay, no guests, but most of our episodes, we're going to have guests and we're going to talk about them on our Instagram too. So make sure you are following us there too, so you don't miss anything there you can also comment um leave suggestions um you can send us a dm so it's a good way for us to interact and know each other a little better um today we're going to start talking a little bit about our let's start with our goals for for this new year right shay like what are yeah. your expectations or what you're thinking about this new year just be a better version of myself right Oh, look at I her. So. I know. <laughs> Maybe a softer version of myself might do oh. me a little bit of uh, service, I would have to say. Yeah, benefit. Um, but I'm impressed. Yeah, personal podcast, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Like, what are we just doing them all right now? Um, let's start with our podcast first. Like, what do you think um, are the things that you want to accomplish with our podcast this new year? Well, I want to make sure every recording that we do actually gets recorded. <laughs> number one goal for 2024. Uh, we've oh had a lot God. of different like trials and tribulations and just kind of getting our feet wet. Um, so we have some, uh, some fun stories. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good one to start with. Um, because there's one of our episodes that actually we thought we were recording and thankfully it recorded at least our guest, but Shay's well, part and didn't you. record and me, uh, <laughs> but Shay's part didn't record. And we're like, right after when I realized I'm like, Oh my God, like, what are we going to do right now? And mm -hmm. Shay was like, just, just cut me. And that's fine. And I'm like, no, there are some like really good questions that you asked. And then if I just leave you out, like, I'm going to have to get the, the answers too. like, what am I going to do right now? And then we mm -hmm. had to just like go back. Not we, she had to yeah, uh, <laughs> go back there and like re-record everything, trying to kind of like mimic everything that she did before. Um, yeah. How was that? How fun was that? Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> trying to remember what you say is kind of hard, you know, like <laughs> whatever. You're trying to remember interacting with somebody, I guess it's a little bit easier, but I was just like by myself, like listening to the recording and I'm like, okay, I think I said something similar to this. And so, and, and then we have like the videotape. So I'm like trying to be an animated by myself alone in my room <laughs> acting over here. So hopefully it works out. 
If you um, think she's a good actor, let us know. Um, we're not going to tell you which episode no. she did. She had to do that. But if you find out and you're right, yeah. let us know on Instagram. Just send us a DM and we'll send you a little gift. If you're a woman, yeah. it's going to be a little scrunchy like the one she's wearing right now. Because uh, I so make those. Uh, but if you're a man, we can find another gift for you. But I think it's funny if if you're able to tell, because I didn't have time to, to check that yet, but, um, yeah, I hope that you were not able to tell, but yeah, let's I see. hope so. I hope so too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's uh, one of our, our goals definitely is just getting all the kinks out, but I think we're doing really well so far, you know, newbies, we have never done this before. Um, we have yes. nobody helping us and, uh, yes. Babby's doing a great job with the majority of it. But uh, <laughs> um, I just want this year to get some really cool guests. We have had amazing guests so far. Um, so just keeping yes. up that, you know, uh, journey of finding really good people to, to chat with. Um, and what would be the other? And I want to hit like 10,000. On hit That's a good like number. 10,000, huh? yeah, followers this year. Hopefully, maybe. Yeah. Let's see. It'd be amazing, yeah. right? That would be awesome. Um, I think if we can have, uh, I don't know, 10,000, I think it's a, a huge number. But if we can get to that by December of 2024, I think that will be amazing. Having that many we have people. 12 months. We do. We're working towards it. Starting right now. I if, just we do think like it's, ten, if we say like 10,000 and then we get 1,000, like, you know, we're going to be excited. We're just like, yes, dream big. Just put it dream out big. There. Yeah, just dream big, and then we're going to be, like, super surprised when we get, like, a thousand. I love that. Um, I think that's a really good goal, like you said, fixing all the little mistakes um, as we go. I think we, we did a great job in 2023. We kind of, like, put the foot on, and we're like, we're going to do this, and I'm really, really proud of us for doing it and sticking with it. Um, I know. I'm really that's happy. That's hard for me. I <laughs> It's hard for me too because I'm really disorganized and having a podcast and having to like keep up with it every week. I'm trying to learn how to organize myself and that might be a great goal for me as a personal and as, as the podcast is something that I've been trying to work on. It's to organize myself better, have a better like schedule and follow that too because now I have a schedule but not all the times I'm following that perfectly. Um, yeah. But I think if I can get that, it also helps with our podcast too, because then we can have everything like set on the right day and then ready to go. And I think that's going to help us to reach that other goal that is having 10,000 people um, listening to us, following us. You know, I think we got a lot of really good people, like you said, this year already that we talked to. And I'm really, really happy with that. Like, I didn't know how hard it would be to like, talk to some people, people, reach out to them and have them accept to talk to us because we're brand new. Yeah. And there's even though yeah. we have been doing jujitsu for a while. Um, we, we haven't had the podcast for a long time. We're not famous. So I was a little bit apprehensive. Just ordinary folks. Just ordinary people. Um, and I was a little apprehensive of people like not, not caring or like not wanting to talk to us, but we had a really, mm -hmm. really great response from yeah. a lot of them. And that makes me really happy and really excited for what we can do in 2024. Some of them are like shocking. Like, what? She just responded? <laughs> and 
it's funny because I'm like, I'm going to reach out to this person and let's see what happens. And I'm like, oh my God, she replied I'm like right away. And she's like, oh no, <laughs> it's doing on. A, doing a happy dance. Yeah. Happy yes. dance over here. Oops. It's been yeah. fun just to like break up. I, I think just life in general, right? Yeah. Do something like different. It's out, out of my out of my uh, comfort zone for sure. If anybody knows me, like I'm very much of a hermit. I don't interact with people. And so for me, it's kind of when I did promotion modeling, like that was crazy out of my like comfort zone. I would have like basically a panic attack every single night before. (laughs) And I'm like, why do I do this? This is ridiculous. I don't want to. Why, why, why? And then like, once I got there, I was like, okay, I could do this. And I would open up and it was fun. Um, but literally every single time, kind of like competing, if I com- did a com- competition, it'd be the same thing. Like, why did I do this? <laughs> I just have freak out moments. Do you feel that you learned a little bit from that? How to like deal with people, let's say, or feel more comfortable with like dealing with people that you don't really know? Uh yeah, I mean, really. I think at this point in time, like I've, I mean, obviously I have to do it for work. I have to do it a bunch, but I think, um, when I don't have to, like my, my work is like the main people. Right. And I don't have to go and interact with a lot of people outside of that. Um, mm-hmm. but I guess I haven't done like that promotional modeling for a really long time because I'm old now. Um, so I don't force myself to interact with people <laughs> that much. Um, and so, yeah, I think it is good. It breaks me out of that like cycle of being a hermit with anything and everything um, and opens me up a little bit more, you know, like the more Mm -hmm. you do something, the easier it is and you become more outgoing. I mean, I I went to the Christmas party, the all girls Christmas parties. You did. Yeah. Which typically I probably want to. So maybe the podcast is, you know, opening me up a little bit. Yeah. That might help you to, to become a softie next year. I know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's one of mm-hmm. your goals. So I think that's really good. Um, I think um, for for the podcast, I I just think another thing is, is that we can keep up. I think you said that already, but like keep up with the good guests that we have. Like mm-hmm. keep more people coming and talking. Um, like we said in the beginning, our goal is to talk to a lot of women. Um, but maybe you can start out so reaching out to men. I, I see that we have a a lot of like men that they see what we're doing when I go on Instagram, for example, and mm-hmm. also on um, the podcast platforms, we have a big audience of men. And I think it's really important like for us. like a 50-50, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's right? super important to have that because um, if they are the, the biggest number on the mats in jujitsu, mm-hmm. like we have to talk to them too. I think it's for all of us to have that space and to work well together. Um, I think it's really important that we can talk to them and that they can they want to listen to us too. Um, so that's another goal too, that we can have more men listening to us and finding it interesting and taking that time to hear our concerns and hear the things that are important for us, you know, and maybe even for us to talk to some of them because I think... Um, there are some great advices just from people that do jujitsu that can be used for anybody, not just for men or just for women, like separating them. Um, of course, we want this platform to be more open for women, but I think that it's it could be um, a time 
yeah, a time where you can kind of mix them up too. Um, and well, I think would be good. I might, I mean, obviously there's people that like we know that are supporting us and that's why they probably are listening and following. Um, yes. But uh, I would have to guess that they are listening somewhat so that they can see kind of like what goes on in the minds of like women that role, you know, because yeah. a lot of times we're not like super buddy buddy. And especially like within our age bracket, a lot of people are married. So it's not like you have this in-depth conversation with the yes. men that you roll with. So I think it gives that like little insight to what um, kind of like Maggie Grandotti was saying, like, I didn't even realize I, it, it wasn't even a thought that it's hard for a man to roll with a woman. Yes. Like, I mean, like, obviously, like, it was somewhat of like, oh, it's probably an interesting dynamic. Like, that is uh-huh. far, that's as far as I went with it. And after she had said that, I was like, I can see that, you know, how, yeah. like, not only, like, it, it's a male-female thing, but, like, the whole ego aspect of it um, yeah. is huge part of it. And I think I deal a lot with that when I roll with people, like, of opposite sex. I mean, I'm sure you do as well. And that honestly hasn't really been like a concern of mine not mm-hmm. that it should be a concern but it's not in the forefront of my mind like whatever it, it never majority came to of my the mind. time yeah mm-hmm. I'm just and also like um she just gave you guys a spoiler because maggie's episode's gonna come after this one so make sure you listen to that uh but yeah when she said that i i was like i never really cared about how how they feel or, I, Maybe like like, I thought about it, but I didn't care. Yeah, and I think that was like a huge like aha moment. Like, oh, I should care, and then it's kind of like, but how should I care? You know, Uh that was that like opened the whole conversation. Like, how should I care? And at what level should I care? Um, and Mm -hmm. how how do you manage that? But anyhow, um, I think I I think think you have a point, and I think it's a really good way for us to also talk. It's get a man and talk to them and understand like from their point point of view how mm-hmm. hard it is for you to roll with a woman like yeah would you rather not to but when you do like how do you react like how does your brain works how does your body yeah. react to that like can you separate some things because there, there's that whole thing of like if you're, when i'm rolling with a guy i don't want him to come really like soft and too nice to me just because I'm a woman because he's not helping me at all like I Mm -hmm. feel that some of the guys they don't understand that and they come like really way too nice Um, and I even tell them sometimes I'm like look you don't have to be so nice and just let me do stuff just because Mm -hmm. I'm a woman like I want you to react a little bit but there's the other extreme where they're just like crazy using strength like, come on, are you going to kill me? Like, you don't have to use that yeah, much. It's a fine balance. You know? It's mm-hmm. a fine balance. And I imagine it's really hard because even when you, if you think about, like, put yourself going against a kid, for example, it's so hard for you to, like, manage to give that kid a good um, training, like, that they can move yeah. and they can do stuff. But at the same time, you're not giving them too much that's not realistic but also not yep. using too much strength that you can't really give them a good row. And I'm like, I think that might, that might be a good comparison. Like for women, like yep. imagine yourself rolling with a kid could be your kid or any other kid that it's smaller mm-hmm. than you. And then mm-hmm. that's how a man probably feels like feels. rolling with you. Yeah. You know, no, so. I think, uh, 
I think it's good insight. Yeah, Cam had to to that point. It would be a good episode in the future. Just us talking about our goals. Um, he was taught and and bringing men on to to the show and whatnot. But um, he was like, it would be a good episode to have like a discussion around the difference of like women getting angry and men getting angry and how they deal with it differently mm-hmm. or the same um, mm-hmm. depending on the person, you know, um, yeah. when that they get to that red line, you know, um, yeah. I would think that would be a really cool um, segment to do. Yeah. We have a lot of ideas, guys. Like we have been yep. talking about it a lot um, and like planning all the episodes like for this month, for example, like I said in the beginning, we're going to have a lot of people that we want to bring in um, like specialists on their um, things of like workout like Maggie um, we're gonna have a nutritionist talking a little bit about nutrition for jiu-jitsu and spe- especially for women like does it change a little like should we be mm-hmm. taking uh, I don't know different supplements different types of food that we have to before training if you are a mother if you're I don't know breastfeeding and training like is there a difference in what do you eat so these are some of Mm -hmm. yeah these are some of the things that we want to bring now in january to like start the year right um and i also talked to a lot of other people that we've been reaching out to um, competitors normal people and again we really really need your help on those things too of people that you guys want to listen to you know like give us ideas give us names people that you think that have great stories that could bring some good insights to the podcast so we can invite them to be here with us. Um, What is your goal for your jujitsu journey? You got your purple belt this year, finally, after so many years. So I did. Um, My goal this year, I believe is going to be open guard. (laughs) That is going to to be my goal is open guard and Sweep. Those are the two things that I want to work on. I, I, um, I just have never worked on them, and we do them in class, and you know the different you know techniques that we do, and obviously I can do them when we're doing the techniques, but like having mm-hmm. them concrete in my head, like for That's whatever reason, thing. to execute during a role, like I don't like I might like by chance execute it, but it's not like oh I'm in this position, let's go here. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have that. Um, and my brains, I really want to, to work on that, you know, that's a good goal. Hopefully Gable won't turn me down again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We trained this week and it was that like, you had to start an open guard and she was like, I don't know. Like my brain just went blank and I'm like, do something like try this and try that. And she was just like, I don't know. And then she went to one of our professors and he was like, do you want to work with me in open guard? And he's like, no, I want to train hard today. Like, I'm so, (laughs) do you want to train hard? And she's like, no, I want to work on my technique. That's funny. Um, Yeah. I think that's my goal. That that's a great go. Um, I think we, it's, it's good for us to kind of like look back on the things that we need to, to get better on. Um, not just personally, but on our jujitsu game, the little the little things that are missing. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot a lot about this about like being comfortable in some positions and trying to do just that same 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 thing. I do this a lot. Like I'm really comfortable in my guard, and I always try to just do stuff from my guard because that's what I feel 
good, but I've been trying to be like, I want to do submissions that I normally don't do. I want to do more passing because I want to be good at that too. You know, like I want to have a better balance. I want to have more speed. So there are always like little things that you can add to your game that are going to make you better. Um, What's your top one? Of things that I need to work on. Like if you had to focus on one thing this year for the next like six months. I think it would be my speed. Like, yeah. Yeah. And not just my speed. Not just my speed. (laughs) What are you trying to do? Steal my game plan? I'm watching you. (laughs) It's it's not just the speed on the game, like on like being faster and moving faster, but I also think of like thinking faster because like you said, some a lot of the times I'm like in a position and I'm like, what, like, what do I do from here now? Like I make some grapes and sometimes it's just like, it's just natural. My body wants to make those grapes. And then I'm like, okay, but like, what's next? Where am, mm-hmm. where am I going? Like what it's going to be my sweep from here. So I, I, I'm watching a lot of, um, there's like young girls, black belt, um, Shelby, for example, and I mm-hmm. think it's so cool that she can have in her mind, like every little step of the things that she wants to do on a move. Like I'm making this grip because of this. And then my body is going to turn this way. And like, I want to learn that. Like I want to make my brain work in a way that I can see all that little details. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that ever. I think my brain is a little like it's mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can fo- focus so much where I can like get all the, those little details, but I think that makes your jujitsu so much better. Um, so if I can no, no. get that speed on my brain of like knowing that I'm doing that, you know, that thing that we always talk about, you always have to be two steps ahead of your mm-hmm. opponent. I want to make that work better in my mind. Like I want to know why I'm doing that grip and go for it. Because a lot of the times I make the grip, I know what I'm doing, but I wait too much. And then it's over. Mm-hmm. Like the other person mm-hmm. is a- ahead of me and they can defend whatever I was planning. Um, yeah. So I think it's that, like build that speed on the positions, like be quick and faster. Yeah. And a speed on my brain of like knowing what I'm doing and where I want to go, you know? No, that's a good one for sure. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I definitely in the last like year, I think that's what I was like trying to work on because I didn't have it like no matter if it was in, uh, of my game or not in my game, like it was, you would go blank. Like, what am I supposed to be doing from here? And yeah. I hated that. And so I think um, I kind of have it because I like have like, you know, say my four or five go to like yeah. submissions and setups. And whenever yeah. I'm in those positions, that's what I go for. And I just stuck uh-huh. to those. Um so when I'm in my game, I can execute. But when I'm an open uh, guard or not in my game, I'm like, I don't know where <laughs> to go, you know? So it's kind of, you know, yeah. applying that same thing that you're saying to situations that you're unfamiliar with. I was rolling with one of the ladies yesterday and afterwards she was like, did you just have that whole thing set up? Because it seemed like you, it was just easy transition. And I was like, no, no. I didn't, you kind of just gave it to me, but I think it also was a, within like that, those are those five things that I do. Like I have uh-huh. five things 
from these two positions that I know that I can execute. And if they give me anything within those five things, like I can go. So it seems maybe like uh-huh. it's flawless, even though I'm not necessarily two steps to head. Um, yeah. So maybe if, if you can't get two steps ahead like me, cause my brain's all over the place, then you could just have those five things. Yeah. Yeah. Go to. And, yeah. I think I have my little things that I can go to that I trust. But like yesterday, like you were talking, I was thinking about this. And I think this podcast has been helping me a lot with like talking so much with people and get picking a little bit of their brains mm-hmm. and how they do stuff. Yeah. Um and was like one of the things it was starting from the back yesterday. So we had like a bunch of little rows and we one of them you would start on somebody else's back you had three minutes to attack the person just had to escape you would have to just either maintain or try to submit from there um and then i started doing like some seat belts that for me it helps me a lot if i i'm on a seat belt on somebody it's easier for me to submit them other than if i start under the armpits so i started seat belt to one side i submitted really quick sit back to the other side, submit it really quick. And I was like, okay, I don't want to just go sit belt and just keep submitting this person all the time. Like I know I can do it. Now I'm going to try something that's harder and I'm going to go under the armpits. And I had a super hard time on doing that. And like my ego on one side was like, I just want to go back to sit belt so I can keep submitting this person. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, but if I do, I'm not going to learn anything. If I'm having a lot of trouble and like removing my hands and like making the front grips, that's where I have yeah. to work on. So I'm going to stick to this. And then I was stuck to it. And by the end, I didn't get to submit the person another time, but I could get to a better position where I had the grips to submit and the time was over. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. I think this is another thing that's really important. And, um, I talk a lot about this all the time, especially with like new people coming in. I'm like, leave your ego outside. That's like ego Mm -hmm. is what's going to get you hurt. It's what's going to get you to not learn something like it's just going to make you worse in jujitsu. It's your ego. Like when you can leave your ego outside, that's Mm -hmm. when things are going to get better for you. Mm -hmm. And it's funny to see myself in that same position because I mean, we're people, we have those feelings sometimes um and but also being able to think about it and be like oh oh, that's just my ego talking like it's okay if I can't submit you I just need to I know in my mind that I have to work on these little things and that's what I'm Mm -hmm. gonna do right now you know it doesn't matter if like in your mind I'm training with you and in your mind you're like oh I'm winning today like I'm just crushing baby today and whatever but in my mind i'm here like it's okay if she's crushing me because i'm trying to work on something new and i don't know what to do yet so yeah it's gonna happen and if we don't do that we're not gonna learn like how are you gonna learn a new move if you're not trying with someone when you're rolling how are you gonna get better right well mind you everybody the only time i do win is when babby's trying a new move (laughs) the only time no she's lying she is lying um, no, no, I'm not. It's, it's actually, no, yes, I am lying. There's two reasons. See? One, you're learning a m- new move. And two, because you're tired. <laughs> I'm always tired. So. The, only, the only two times. <laughs> oh, liar. Well. Don't start your ear lying. That's horrible. Okay, what's your personal, uh, um, personal goal? 
I think it's actually kind of I think, it, but yeah see. I think it's like my my personal and my jujitsu girls are kind of always mixed I am so I live so much into jujitsu like I feel that all all of the jujitsu like um roots are kind of like taken around my life and I think that whatever I learn from there and what I get better from there, it gets me better mm-hmm. in life. Um, mm-hmm. I, I had another goal that I think it's um, like this last year, 2023, I didn't get to do a lot of competitions and for 2024, I really want to do more. Um, there is like, I think a, a lot of the times we, we leave this stuff on the side Um knowing that we're going to have that anytime. And I'm going to explain that of like, my husband's a black belt and I always try to get him to teach me some stuff. And he's always like watching me or working with me in, in the moves and watching me in competitions. So he knows what are the little things that I have to work on and like get better. But we never really get a time where we can cut, just like sit and work on what we need to work on. We just try to do that like, in class or as the day goes by and that's not enough and i was telling him i'm like we need to set up a private lesson for me like we want to do this for other people we talk about about the benefits of private lessons to other people why aren't we doing for ourselves like why are, are aren't we taking the time for you to teach me a private lesson so this is one yeah. of the goals it's like it's separate times for us so we can go on the mat and take one hour, whatever time mm-hmm. we have, and just work on the things that I need to get better. And the second is to compete more because I think that's when when I see a lot of my little holes on my games and then I can work on that. And it's mm-hmm. it's not comfortable. A lot of the times when we were there, I'm like, what the hell am I doing here? And like, why did I sign up for this? Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's a good thing. It's like getting over that, doing your best winning or losing, seeing what we you have to work on and go back to the gym. I think that keeps me motivated to keep training and to eat better, like do everything better. So I think competition yeah. helps me a lot in that. Um, and I, it's like I'm getting closer and closer to getting my black belt. And I think that's another mm-hmm. level yeah. of competition and everything. So I'm like, <sighs> like... Help me here. I need to do whatever yeah. I can right now before I get to my black belt. Because after you get there, like everybody's there. There's no yeah. like there's no running away from it. So I just yeah. want to take advantage of this time and like enjoy as much as I can. So in like two, three years, whatever time it takes for me to get to my black belt, hopefully three or more. Um, but I'm going to be like, okay, I did everything that I wanted to do. Like I participated on every competition I wanted. Like I I was out there and like trying myself and putting myself there. So now I can enjoy this next step in my jujitsu journey, you know? Yeah. So I think that's, that's That's a a big one for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a year over year goal. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. It's going to be a whole 2024, hopefully. Um, crazy 2024 crazy. I know I know it's insane um, oh I do have another personal goal it's go what? to Brazil um, oh, I really want to go this year I, I hope it works um, but we will yeah. see it's, it's a big goal 
to go there, train a little bit, see my family, spend some time with them, you know. It's yeah. a goal that I have been postponing for the last years with everything that happened. Yeah. But it's it's a big one and a super important personal goal for me and, and for Coyote too. Yeah, I imagine it's been forever. I couldn't. It's I been couldn't forever. But your mom comes all the time. Yes, she does yes. come and see you. And I think my my siblings are going to come this year too. So that's that's. Oh, cool. they are. Yeah. Oh, that's a so new thing. It's going to be good too. But I want to go there. Like I want to. I want to be in Brazil. You know, like yeah, air food, be home. with my friends, be home. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. It's it's a no. big goal for me too. When you guys missed out on a lot of big events too yes. since you've been here. So yes. I could only imagine. Just re- recover a little bit of that time mm-hmm. um, yeah. in there. And I wanted to talk about one more thing. Um, that's, this was one of uh, our listeners that sent this question. And she was like, you guys should talk about this because I feel that I'm going through this right now. Mm. Um, and I don't know what to do. And she was talking about when you hit a plateau in jiu-jitsu. And I think for all of us that have been doing jiu-jitsu for a long time, we we have all been there uh, at least once. I've been there many, many, many times. Um, mm-hmm. And it happened to me in my blue belt. It happened to me in my purple belt. I always talk about this. Like by the end of my blue belt, I felt that I didn't like, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm doing. You know, I didn't really have a game. Like things were still a little up in the air for me, Mm -hmm. but when I got my purple belt, everything kind of changed for me. So I I felt like getting promoted kind of made me go up on Mm -hmm. like getting better on my jujitsu. And then what I, what I was telling her, and I want to hear from you too, like, how do you feel when that happens and what do you do? But for me, it's a lot of like, just keep showing up. I think a lot of the the things that happens to us in life and as well as in jujitsu, um, it's all about like, keep cho- keep showing up. A lot of things are going to happen. Like sometimes you're not going to feel like it. Sometimes you're going to feel like you're not learning anything. Some days you're going to feel like your jujitsu is like shit. But what are you going to do? Quit? Keep, keep showing up. Like tomorrow is going to be better. Maybe if it's yeah. not, maybe in a month it's going to be better, you know? Like, it's a jujitsu is the type of thing that's really, really hard. And it takes a lot of time for you to see those little, like, accomplishments, let's say, like that. Um, for me, competing helps me a lot in there. One, because I feel that I'm more focused when I'm competing. And two, because a lot of the times when you're training so much at the gym with the people that you know already or that know you and know your game it's a little harder you get too comfortable um and then when you go to a competition for example you're gonna roll with somebody different that don't know you you don't know them so it's it's a good way for you to actually see how much you got better or how much you need to get better you know so every time that i hit one of those like plateaus in jiu-jitsu I'm like, I'm just going to keep coming or maybe I'll take a week off. You know, a lot of the times in my mind, it's like, I just need to keep training, training, training. And then Kyle said to me the other day, he was like, sometimes if you take a week off, it's even better for you. And I think we were on vacation. And when I came back, my first training after vacation, I was like, I felt like I was the 
queen of the room. Like I was doing everything. Everything that I wanted to do was working. Like it was perfect training for me. And he's like, because you were not tired. Like your brain's mm -hmm. not tired. Your body is not tired. So a lot of the times mm -hmm. too, our plateau could be related to us being too overworked, not just your body, but also mentally. So taking a break sometimes it's, it's also a good option. Uh, yeah, I think that's uh, probably the best advice. I don't really hit a plateau, plateau very much, to be honest, but I think it's just because of how my journey has always been. Um, I've never had a chance to hit a plateau. <laughs> you, you were always giving yourself that time. Not, not no, even when I, I know, didn't I want think to. so. No, like, I don't mean it like in a cocky <laughs> way, like whatsoever. Like just my life journey with jujitsu, there's always been something that has happened. Yes. Let it be like a huge event that takes me off the mat for several months or, you know, a huge life event that's taking me off the mat for like years. Um, or even like since I've recently been back, like literally I feel like it's always something happening in my life. So I'm gone because like with last year I had shingles, right? And I was out mm -hmm. for an entire month. Like I literally never have a chance to feel like, oh gosh, I don't want to go. I'm not <laughs> learning anything. <laughs> Like that, like feeling that you have when you yeah. took off the week from vacation, I have that all the time. Yeah. So for me, like I always yeah. like going onto the mat. So I think it's really good advice just because I just naturally live in that realm all the time. Yeah. Um, because I am, and not that I'm spotty uh, with my jujitsu at this point in time, but there's just, I have two kids. I get sick. The kids get sick. Parents are visiting. Uh, Bob always wants to go camping. Like I just always have you always so have much something going on. Yeah, I always have some. And jujitsu is um on like you know your life. Like jujitsu is your life, right? And I yes, I wish I could have that life. Like I envy you. Um, and uh, for me, like today, like I wanted to go to jujitsu, and I was like, but I can't. I have to go clean the trailer so that we can leave for camping tomorrow. <laughs> and if I go, it's going to take my entire day and I'm going to be running around. So there's always like something that is yeah. um, in my way. So for me, it's like, I'm striving always trying to get that carrot. And yeah. that's what jujitsu is for me. So I really believe your advice is probably like critical. If anybody is hitting that plateau is just like set back for like, you know, a couple days, a week, and also, I think, um, I mean, what I have felt is the frustration, right, mm -hmm. of, like, not um, executing, um, but it never has been, like, a plateau of, like, oh, like, I suck, like, I don't want to do this mm -hmm. anymore, like, I'm not good, like, I never have that thought process, but I do feel frustrated, like, open guard, right? How do I not have an open guard game at this point in my life? Like uh -huh. I can set up things, but like execution 99% of the time, like does not happen. Yeah. And so um, it is frustrating for sure. But I think that just becomes more of like a carrot dangling in front of my face uh -huh. of like, I know I can get there and I just need to put the work in to get there. And that's what's driving me to get onto the mat the next time is to work on whatever that thing might be. And that's my, like, that's what I fixate on. That's what I focus on. And I'm mm -hmm. not going to um, give up until I get there. That's kind of my hyper-focus 
mentality of how I get from point A to point B. Like the, the, like the moves that I was saying, like uh-huh. I'll see somebody do that move and I literally will do that move every single day until it gets concrete in my head and I yeah. won't stop until like I get it. Until so, it is. I don't know. I love that because I think first frustration is a huge part of jujitsu too because we're always, especially in the beginning, but later as you start adding more things to your curriculum in jujitsu, like mm-hmm. it gets frustrating of you not being able to accomplish something and not accomplish a move or maybe go in with that person that is always beating you up and you can never get anything on that person. Like it is frustrating, but what, what you said, like the way that you deal with it and what you do, I think it's the most important is using that as fuel to make mm-hmm. you better, to make your jujitsu better. And I think this is a really mm-hmm. good advice. I think both advices we had on the plateau and on the frustration are really good advices for life too. It's like, sometimes if you have a big problem and you don't know how to deal with it, or you're like, I don't know what to do here. Take yourself out of the picture. Mm-hmm. Like go, go see the ocean for 30 minutes. Yep. Maybe, I don't know. Go see the mm-hmm. birds, go do something else and then come back and look at the problem again. You might have a solution after that. Or if you're really frustrated because you can't do anything, okay, use that as a fuel. Like what, where do you want to get? Like, what do you want? Where do you want to go? Where do you want to be? Okay. So now I'm going to, what do I need to do to get there? Is it come to jujitsu at least twice a week so I can work on that same move? Is it get here 30 minutes early? And talk to one of the professors so they can help me out on those moves or stay yep. here 30 minutes later and then work on that. Like try mm-hmm. to find the ways that are going to take you to that point and don't give up until you get there. Um, I think that's a, gr- a great lesson. And one of the, the biggest lessons also that we can take from jujitsu from the mats, like to out of the mats, you know? No, totally. I mean, even if you look at, you brought up ego before, but I think ego plays into that as well. You know, like when, if you are having like one of those moments that your ego is getting the best of you, instead Mm -hmm. of, you know, um, being like, you know, distraught about whatever the situation is, it's opening Mm -hmm. you up to, I have a hole in my game or she was able to beat me or he was able to beat me because of this or that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then that's going to drive you to ensure potentially you don't have that ego moment again. Right. Because yeah. it's only going to just elevate you that much for, I mean, that's just how I operate. Like I see an obstacle and I learn from the obstacle and I'm like, what can I do differently next time? So I don't hit the obstacle, you know, like yeah. Super Mario's like, <laughs> what can I do differently in the next round? Is that like, you're just, just die 20 times until you can pass that obstacle and that's fine. You have infinite yeah. lives. No, that, like my whole life, that's just how I function all the time. I had an attorney call me that I work with attorneys and he, um, I don't know. I've been working with these people for a really long time, so it might sound weird, but um, he gave me uh, the Disney book Brave. And he goes, I just wanted to, like, he gave it to me because he goes, I feel like this fits you. Like, you don't ever give up and you're committed to what, like, you want to go after. Um, So, anyhow, it just, yeah, that's me. I love that. Don't stop. I I love it. So, don't stop. Take that advice from Shay. Um, Mm -hmm. And I wanted to finish this episode. It's something that I want to do in every episode from now on. Um, 
we have been doing on, on some of the episodes that we did look at her yeah. she she is like what is she coming up with right now but it's something that she knows already <laughs> oh i do you do know okay um, okay the name of our podcast it's bjj hood so i want to hear from people what is bjj hood for for them um i want to start saying what it is for me and then i'm gonna ask you shay to say what's bjj hood for you um for me that's that's the whole reason why I stayed in jiu-jitsu and why I keep doing it's the BJJ hood, it's the sisterhood, it's the brotherhood, it's having everybody together, I think. And for most people that we've been talking to, I think we're kind of like almost on that same thing. You you start jiu-jitsu because you have a friend or like a family member that brought you into jiu-jitsu. You stay there because you met people that you can't live without because you met your best friends, because you met your partner, I don't know, but it's like that community, that's what keeps you in jiu-jitsu. Even mm -hmm. on those situations where we hit a plateau, where we're really frustrated, is that community that's going to help you, that's going to save you, because they're going to be the ones like, okay, come here, like, what is going on? You can't do this? Okay, I'm going to try to help you. What is going on outside here, outside the mats? that you're not coming like why aren't you coming to classes why aren't you training mm -hmm. like you have to get back into here so i think it was if it was just for us and maybe just for the sport of course it's amazing we love it but i think what keeps us most of us in it it's the the brotherhood it's the bjj hood mm -hmm. it's having that community so for me bjj hood it's everything that it's jujitsu it represents the whole thing it rep represents jujitsu, you know? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. What about you? I would have to say the same thing. Um, it represents, you know, that uh, community of people that are like-minded, um, that you're around. I joined jujitsu to find, to find that again, because I did martial arts growing up. Um, I went to uh, a professor named Tom Miranda's um, studio all through uh, my teens, basically, right before, like, I think I started at, like, 10. And my family, my whole family was in it, my brother, my dad, my mom. Um, and we had, my parents built relationships in that dojo um, that lasted a lifetime. You know what I mean? And so uh, once I, like, started college and everything, getting um, – just on my own and not having that, you know, like that's what I was looking for. And that's why I wanted to start martial arts is to find that community of people because I am an oddball. And typically I don't find people that are similar to me. At least that's what I think <laughs> in my own head. Um, and so that was one of the reasons why I wanted to join, you know, we were in a new city. We didn't know a lot of people. I only knew the people that I worked with. Um, and I wanted to have that community and I did provide me that community. And, um, people that I started jujitsu with, you know, still are at the same studio and, um, you know, it's, it's a great bond and relationship that you have and, you know, it, you don't have to be so formal with everybody. You know, a lot of times you mm -hmm. only can be, uh, you know, yourself, you know, necessarily mm -hmm. with like your mm -hmm. like core friends or, you know, your yeah. family. Um, but since I think you are just so close to everybody rolling with people, it opens you up to be 
more outgoing and your true self, I think, in that environment. And I think that's what BJJ Hood is for me is awesome. being your true self and not having to hide who uh-huh. you are, to be yeah. honest. I think that's what it means to me. That's awesome. I thought about something else when you talk to, um, it's also for me on the mats, um, we're kind of the same, even though we are all different. When you put your gi on, there are no lawyers, there are no yeah. journalists, there's no poor yeah. people, rich people, we're just the same people. Yeah, so same. You, you're equal and you can beat me up, unless, I can beat you up. Unless, unless. They're not, I'm scared. Unless they're not cleaning their geese. They're not Oh, the no, thing. that's disgusting. <laughs> that's like... Just saying. No. Just putting it out there. Yeah. No, that's not BJJ. This is a message your to everybody. This is a call to action. Okay? <laughs> everybody out there that's please. listening, please wash your gi every single time. Oh, my so God. So you don't get ringworm, okay? That's yeah. all I'm saying. And, and I, I don't, don't want to smell it. Yes. I don't want to really wet you if you're smelly. Please. Mm-mm. No. Okay. Um, hey, you didn't ask me my personal goal. Oh, I'm sorry. What's your personal goal? My personal goal <laughs> is to get <laughs> ripped. Okay, that's my personal oh. goal this year. <laughs> I, I'm scared. I'm scared of it. To get these guns big. Oh, no. She's been working out, guys. I'm scared. I'm so she's, excited. She's a fake skinny girl. I'm a fake she's, skinny girl. She has strong bones. <laughs> I am so excited. I'm going to be so ripped yeah. by next winter. It's not even going to be funny. And hopefully this podcast keeps me like true to that personal goal because yeah. I need it to happen. We're going to make I'm, Shay take off her shirt in six months and show her guns and her abs. Yeah. It's, it's, gonna it's a thing. Yeah. I'm going to body happen. slam you like every <laughs> single class. I'm going to be like, somebody's calling me outside. I can't really roll right now. Go pick somebody else. I'm like, bye. <laughs> you can't hide from me, okay? I will. <laughs> cannot, I will hide. Cannot wait. Oh. Well, you'll work out with me, so we'll be the same. But Yeah, um, I better, I better grow my guns too. Yeah. So I can beat so- you up. Mm-hmm. You need to. Oh well, you already do. You go to the gym. I don't. I'm gonna. So, I'm gonna make it worse. Freaking can't wait. Can't yeah. wait. On. That's exciting. Okay. Okay. That's it. Um. I think you like sharing this little bit of time with us here. Um. I hope yeah. you had fun. You laughed with us a little. You learned something here from us. You know. Um. We're just starting the year, and hopefully, it's gonna be a great year. We're gonna have. A lot of people here coming in and talk. We're going to have some episodes, just me and Shay, like this, talking a little bit about our um, our experiences, you know, giving our little insights on, on our jiu-jitsu journey on and off the mats. Um, so I hope you stick around and you stay with us. And if you don't follow us yet, make sure you go and follow us on Instagram, on YouTube, and on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss any episode. And make sure you share this episode with a friend. This is going to help us to reach more people, um, for people to know us, and also share our um, Instagram. If you see something that you like there, share on your own Instagram, share to your friends. That helps us a lot to reach more people. Um, I think that's it. We'll see you guys yeah, that's it. next week, next Thursday. Yeah. Ciao. Bye. Thanks for listening. 
Would you like to share your story? Email us at bjjhoodpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at bjjhoodpodcast.